Hi friends, Kathy Schenhofen doing the morning devotion and I wanted to share about knowing God and hearing his voice. One of the things that even through this season of sheltering at home and hearing the news, my heart would begin to pound. Lord, what is going on? And so many times I would hear the presence of God and the spirit of God saying, I'm with you. I will keep you. I will provide for you. You will be safe. Even when I went to Costco, probably 20 times, and they never had toilet paper. We even ordered some online, and it was funny because it came like a few weeks ago and not needed anymore. But in John 10, it starts with, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will know, by no means follow a stranger, but will flee for him, for they do not know the voice of a stranger. And Jesus was using this illustration but so many didn't understand. What does it mean? And then Jesus goes on to say, Most assuredly I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and life more abundantly. The thief, he just wants to steal and kill and rob us of today. If he could get today, man, especially when we're born again and we know God and we have eternal life, he just wants to rob our joy, rob our witness, rob the peace that God gives us so generously. And what Jesus really is exhorting is my sheep hear my voice and I lead them in green pastures. One of my favorite verses in Proverbs is, Without a redemptive revelation from God, my people perish and cast off restraint. And I think of so many things in my Christian walk where I struggled, you know, perishing or not doing well in certain areas. And it's kind of like the, the salad, you know, the organic greens you buy, you're going to make a great salad. And about a week later, you're throwing it in the trash because there was no plan. See, God says he has a plan for us, a plan for good and not for evil, a plan to give us a future and a hope. And the more we draw near to God and we're seeking him through his word, we know in John 1 it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And then on down, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. That there's this intimacy of knowing God through his word where he will speak and he takes redemptive revelation where the logos written word becomes rhema and God speaks it to you and I and we hear his voice he nudges in our spirit and we know that we know it's God and he leads us he imparts the Holy Spirit to direct us and to guide us and to lead us into truth he's our intercessor and what God was showing me for my life is that I began very purposefully to seek God 
and know him through his word. But I would wait to hear what God is saying to me. And I would actually keep like a journal book or a three ring binder. And I would write my prayers to God. One of the very first one I did was from John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. That whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. And I remember the first time I wept. God was saying, Kathy, you're perishing. You're hurt. You're angry, you're fearful, you have no peace because you don't know my love. And the more you experience my love for you, the more you're going to experience everlasting life every day. So I would cry out to God and, Lord, help me with my kids. Lord, provide financial. I just ask you to meet our needs. It's been so hard. Or, God, I want to know you. Forgive me for being so selfish, God. And I remember I just cry out to God everything and I would write it down and I would wait to see what God would say to me. And what he said to me that first time was, Kathy, I love you. I love you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. My handiwork recreated in Christ Jesus, Ephesians 2.10. I love you and that I have a plan for you. Seek me, search for me with all your heart, and you will find me. And I, the Lord your God, will hear your prayers and answer. So I remember things that I was needing. God, I just want to have peace that passes all understanding. You know, I was struggling with allergies. And my friend said, they're not your allergies. Are you kidding? I have allergies. And she said, stop it. They're not yours. And I remember she looked at me one day and she says, you are born again. You are a child of God. And that you are a temple of God. And she, she told me one day, this was over a few weeks because I was fighting it tooth and nail. She said, although your body's being attacked with allergies, tell them to go. And you just receive the Holy Spirit's direction. And I thought it was funny, but I just began to speak to my body. Father, I thank you that what where I'm perishing is I can't breathe. I'm struggling with these allergies so bad. Lord, just touch me and heal me. And and I began to no longer say they're mine. And I would say, go in the name of Jesus. You don't belong in a temple of God. I remember so many things like the allergies or finances or healing in my marriage. I just began to hide God's word in my heart and wait to see what the Holy Spirit would show me. And then little by little, day by day, I began to step out trusting, believing God. If God said, I love you and I have a plan for you, I would go away going, you have a plan for me. I trust you, God. I, I thank you, Father, that you've blessed my marriage and you've blessed my kids. Thank you, God, that you healing my body of allergies in the name of Jesus. And I just want to shout from the mountain, mountaintops, church, I've been healed in my marriage. I've been healed of allergies, although there, I'm a, still in a journey with my Lord and my God. This intimacy with him where you hear his voice, he leads you in amazing ways. Draw close to him. He loves you so much. Father, I thank you for my brothers and sisters, and I thank you, God, that we can know you in an intimate way. And I think at the the um, paral paralytic at the pool of Bethesda, and you know he was complaining, "I can't get in the waters. Nobody will help me." And and you know the question was asked, "Do you want to be well, Lord? I want to be well. I want it to be well with my soul 
and will in every area of my life. And we ask you in Jesus' name. And we thank you, God, because you are so faithful. I ask that you bless my brothers and sisters. For such a time as this, if they're struggling financially, you are our provision, Lord. Provide in a mighty way healing to their bodies in the name of Jesus. Lord, unite their families in this season of pause, so to speak. Let us all remember that we're a part of an amazing church. We have amazing church family. We're not alone. We have brothers and sisters that are with us. But most importantly, you are with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you.